0: Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engines
1: running. Commit flip Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to SWAT Radio, Brad Sykes. This afternoon, sitting alongside my good buddy, my comrade, my uh, partner in crime, Douglas McCary. And it is a Wednesday afternoon here in Jacksonville, Florida. We're coming to you live from the Salem Center. If you guys want to call in today, uh, can I, we haven't heard from anybody most of the week, and I, I want people to call in. The number is 844-777-7928, 844-777-SWAT. If you're new to SWAT, SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. And this is a ministry of His Light International Ministries. Our goal, our mission is to equip men to walk out the truths found in Scripture. We do that by expository teaching Monday through Wednesday, a little discussion back and forth. Thursday's kind of our guest Thursday, which you've got a great guest tomorrow, Jay Haig. Yes. And then uh, Friday, uh, I'll be in studio with David Gray doing our usual <clears throat> kind of walk through the text that we've been looking at this week. Yes. And really discuss it, kind of putting some meat on the bones. It's where the rubber meets the road. How do we how do we practically live out the truths that we see in the scriptures? So mm-hmm. if you're new to SWAT, go check out the website, SWATRadio.com. You can click on the meetings tab. You'll see all sorts of meetings that take place, at least here on the first coast um almost let's see wednesday morning wednesday lunch uh thursday morning there's a thursday zoom call and then there's a friday meeting down in saint augustine so if you're not part of a a men's group a men's study where you're opening up the scriptures together and you're working through it let me encourage you go to the website swatradio.com click on the meetings tab and check out one and get plugged in yes um
2: good wednesday, right? Yeah, let me take a happy, breath.
1: Happy, by the way, yeah. By the way, uh, <laughs> thanks for this monstrosity of a beverage. I I uh I ran Starbucks into Starbucks refresher. Yeah, I'm coming out of one parking lot, Doug's driving in. Hey, can I get you something to drink? You know, I didn't realize you were going to pick up a, you know, a quarter gallon <laughs> of uh, something from starbucks if you ever wonder why starbucks is on every corner is because i'm sure you paid ten dollars for that no, drink. Oh, no. no 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 thank I you use thank, points thank I you for points. your generosity <laughs> yeah
2: <clears throat> no um hey uh if you're just tuning in usually we take the first segment and we just kind of look at things going on in our world uh from a christian worldview just to kind of educate people who are out there let them know what's happening uh, sometimes you know things are going on, and we we tend to be oblivious, really, into our own little world when uh, there's things unfolding right before our very eyes. For instance, Brad, did you know that uh, out in California um, that uh, they are looking at banning Fellowship of Christian Athletes from high school campuses in San Jose because <clears throat> they do not permit lgbtq students not from being there but from serving as leaders uh they they can come they just can't serve as a leader they're not saying they can't be a part of it they can come and to partake but they can't serve as a leader
1: the, the the insanity. You said the other day, I don't know if it was today, you ever get so mad you just want to scream. Yeah, it's just I hear crazy. things like that. I got just the common sense of that. I mean, if you've got an LGBT person who believes one way and you're trying to instruct high school kids in a completely different direction, it just seems logical. Why would somebody who believes one thing want to teach something that they don't believe in? Mm-hmm. Why would they want to be a leader in something they don't really
2: believe in?
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just doesn't make sense.
2: Uh, it, it's well, it's mind blowing. But it's like uh, President our President Joe Biden, who claims to be a faithful Roman Catholic Christian in his words, but he openly flaunts. Uh, his position that goes against the teaching of the church <clears throat> in the area of abortion. Um, in fact, that's a big deal. I guess the 50th anniversary um, of Roe v. Wade is happening. A lot of people are like, people are protesting outside of Kavanaugh's home. People are doing all kinds of stuff. Kamala Harris. Uh, our vice president is going around making speeches, <laughs> basically pro abortion, Addresses, um, which uh, that's just a it's a moral issue. It's not a non-moral issue. You can't Mm -hmm. make abortion a non-moral issue. Wouldn't it interesting that
1: our leaders want to pick and choose what they, you know, cling to from a faith standpoint? Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not a I'm not Roman Catholic, but I do I do understand some of the things that they believe. One of them is the sanctity of life. So I don't know. I just don't see how that's a pick and choose. It's not a buffet here. Mm. You know, as we're actually looking at even this week, you know, is that we see Paul in Acts 20 declaring the full counsel of the gospel. Yeah, He doesn't just pick a few he likes or that he
2: agrees with. It's the full counsel. Yeah. And, um, I, 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 I'm I just, the more I see what's coming out of our leaders, like, the, you know, um, the White House announced last week that uh, Kamala Harris is going to come to Florida to give this pro-abortion speech to kind of tweak on Ron DeSantis, basically. That's the only reason that they would be coming here because Ron DeSantis is strong pro-life strong pro-life and they're sending her down here with a pro-abortion message pitting the pro-abortion against pro-life pro-abortion pro-life um and you know if you stop and think about it 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 really that's a pretty interesting signal that she's coming to florida why because you know Florida was kind of purplish for a while. It was. But it's gone red under DeSantis. It really has in a lot of ways uh, as far as, like, politically. And I think they're trying to come down here and stir up the water a little bit, maybe. You think? Yeah, you
1: think. Did you see this uh, article about the U.S. Merchant Marine Academy in Kings Point, New York? that's covered up a large painting of Jesus Christ. It's one of its buildings following a complaint from an advocacy group. The headlines are that uh, U.S. Merchant Marine Academy hides Jesus painting behind curtain after complaint from advocacy group, Military Religious Freedom Foundation objected to painting it claimed illustrated supremacy of Jesus Christ.
2: Mm. That doesn't surprise me. That's our culture we live in. Uh, It's you know it's like the air force so out in at the air force academy you got people out there that are you know trying to do a bible study or some things that are not mandatory but are optional and people are getting upset about stuff like that so um our country is and i said this yesterday that romans one if you read romans one clearly it says that when Homosexuality becomes the order of the day, which it has, even though they're a very, 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 very small part of the uh, makeup of our country. Uh, the lobbyists would have you believe there are a lot more. Um, but look at how much they grab in terms of headlines and turn on some media in terms of messaging that goes out. It's <clears throat> unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. The, the amount enemy. of messaging that they get uh in, to, in comparison. In comparison, yeah. yeah. And so God says in his word that when you suppress the knowledge of him, he turns you over to that. Yeah. And you not only do it, you approve those yeah. that do. Yeah. And that's what's going on in our country.
1: Well, in addition, <clears throat> the church is silent on many of these issues doug
2: yeah that well uh, they don't want because we
1: don't want there. to be canceled
2: <clears throat> we yeah and cancel it, you know it, you get canceled people you know who gets canceled christians get canceled <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. who gets canceled more than anybody um you know it's and and right now we're in a pre election cycle so there's really not a, a lot of election stuff So they're going to start picking on Christians, so you start seeing these Mm -hmm. things like the FCA out in California and like that. So as believers, you know, our responsibility is to stand firm. Our responsibility is to to be bold for Christ wherever we are, not shrink back, but to— Uh, be unashamed as paul says to timothy don't be Mm -hmm. ashamed of the gospel yeah you know be be bold and and living for christ be bold in being a witness for him and you you know uh, affirm those that are don't be afraid to be associated with those that are but we're gonna have to at some point yeah you know two weeks ago three weeks ago nobody was uh, uh, ashamed about praying out there for Demar hamlin on a football field well who were they praying to who were they praying to who who, who can yeah. who were they praying that would yeah. change his condition yeah, yeah. Are, are they praying you know are they they're not praying to some idol they're praying to the one true living god um some of them were praying they didn't know who they were praying to but they mm-hmm. knew they needed to pray because they yeah. cared about damar yeah but the bottom line is the people that were leading the prayers were praying to the one true living God because they knew he was the only one. That ESPN anchor was praying to the one true living God because he knew he's the only one that can change anything. Yeah.
1: Yep, No. absolutely. Good Good word there. And so uh, we're going to take a break, um, our first break. If you want to call again, 844-777-7928. That's 844-777-SWAT. You can also email Doug and myself at, at SWATRadio.com If you have questions or comments, you want to give us some feedback, we I love hearing from you. Send that to swatradio.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break.
0: We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls.
2: We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, service,
0: Hey,
1: welcome back to SWAT Radio. Brad and Doug here on this Wednesday afternoon.
2: Is it hard to uh, believe it's the 25th of January already? Doug,
1: it's crazy. 2023,
2: we're already almost through the first month.
1: I know. And uh, you know, interesting. Uh, you know, we really do need to get a video camera in here. Jeremy and Chris have been encouraging that, and uh, I was going to say, Jeremy, I have to show you this through the window. This this sheet right here that I'm letting you look at that has been here since 2016. It was the very – did we not have this sheet yes, that, when we – the day one we started? Yeah, we did. I was noticing that before we went on the air this morning that I wrote these notes to the side of the sheet because I remember how nervous you and I were, Doug, when we first started this. Yeah. You know, and uh, I, maybe it'd be good for us to go back to episode one. <clears throat> And, uh, uh, I don't think so. I,
2: well, I, I, it would be kind. Of, I, I, it would be humbling <laughs> to go back to episode. One. Hey, listen,
1: I have no doubt we sound just as goofy as we did back then. But we're, <laughs> we're nonetheless, we are so glad for those of you who have stayed with Doug and I over the years. <clears throat> and uh, you know, I I really count it such a blessing, such a privilege to sit in this studio day after day, open the Word of God with you, Doug. Mm. Even though we, you and I, you've taught it the yeah. week before, we yeah. get to on a day-to-day basis.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, on a day-to-day basis, we get to open this text back up and and chew on it more. Mm-hmm. So oftentimes, we look at a text or a passage or even a verse. We may have even memorized it, but we aren't let it. We aren't allowing it to do the work it's meant to do in us. Yeah, and I realize that's kind of the blessing. I mean, it just so happens that. Our voices are going out through these microphones out into the airways. But the reality is you and I, God is transforming us through his word. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jesus said, sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. So it's part of our sanctification process. So we get to enjoy.
2: And we get get to to do it with a lot of people who just are – kind and encouraging and, and one of those people is on the phone right now tim carter how are you doing
3: uh, i'm better than i deserve how yeah are y'all?
2: tim you know tim uh, brad, brad brad you don't know tim i grew up with tim tim's dad and he still called yeah he did he still called <laughs> in spite of that uh his dad uh owns wmer in meridian. in meridian yeah yeah and tim moved down here recently to saint augustine uh and, and so i'm trying to get him to start coming <laughs> up to the salem center swat group but anyway tim what's on your mind today
3: well you know doug uh, you guys were talking about um just where our society is and you know again even in, in the middle of a football game people stopping and praying and you know, who were they praying to? You know, immediately what came to me was, you know, John fourteen six, one of the seven I am statements in the book of John, where Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life.
0: Mm-hmm. No one
3: comes to the Father except through me. Mm-hmm. You know, in our society today, we they want to say that, you know, there's multiple ways to God. But, you know, the Bible's crystal clear on this. And I just uh, appreciate the word that you guys preach, and we're tickled to have you guys on the air uh, filling the airwaves with good news in Meridian, Mississippi. Mm.
2: Well, I, I am glad to be on there, and Brad and I are really hoping that we can get Danny and uh, David over at Highland and a couple of other pastors there to get together for a SWAT Saturday maybe in uh, April, man. Uh, We're hoping that we can get something. You know, you and I had talked about that. So if you guys are listening out there, we'd love to uh, do a SWAT Saturday in Meridian and uh, get a bunch of guys come together for just a few hours of uh, fellowship and some word and a little SWAT radio on the road. What do you think about that, Tim?
3: Well, we're behind it a hundred percent. You know, uh, like when you and I talked, I'm I'm working with uh, the North Crest crew as well, right, to get yeah their their men's part behind us as well, and maybe even hopefully we can do it at their facility, right? They've got several new buildings they opened up. Nothing they've not committed any to that yet, but maybe I'll get them to after I kind of throw that out over the air. Huh?
2: Yeah, throw that out there to <laughs> them. Let's let's do that. But we'd love to come see y'all in April. Would be a great time couple of weeks after Easter, uh, get a bunch of guys together. So, uh, let's you and I follow up, but again, thank you for broadcasting Mm -hmm. us on WMOR, uh, WMER and, uh, Tim, how, if people wanted to get in touch with you to support WMER and what y'all are doing, how would they do that in Meridian there? Uh,
3: so, uh, they can call the station at 601-693-WMER and you know, we'll, you know, prayer requests, we, uh, any PSAs for churches or that want to, you know, say what's going on, we'll, we'll be glad to air that for them. And then if you want to listen to us, even outside the area, you can listen to us at wmerworldwide.com. Uh, we do have a ministry arm called uh, Work Talk, Inc. That uh, is a 501c3 that we set up to help fund the ministry of wmer so and we're just again grateful for your support doug and and the ministry you're doing and we look forward to having you we're going to do uh brad doesn't know this but when we, you and i talked, we even talked about you guys coming on and doing an interview so off your normal scheduled time right just yeah. so we can hear yeah. all the good stuff you're doing with uh with swat
2: radio yeah we'd love to do that sometime yeah. we can set that up here but uh well, listen, be safe and take care, and when you're down here, come join us at the Salem Center sometime, all right?
3: All right, I will. Thank right. you,
2: Tim. Good to meet you.
3: Bye.
1: Okay, well, well, yeah, he needs to get up here. I mean, St. Augustine's that, not yeah, that far. Well, I know, so. man. That's, that's good. <laughs> that's a good call. I've
2: known him and his family for a long time, and so uh, they – they put that out there and they do a good job and we're, we're grateful that they carried us there you know I grew up in Meridian and it's just great to be able to to broadcast and share there with people who, Well, Doug, uh, Doug
1: I, Tim brought up a point and I want to just mention this I know you and I have uh, we, we try to make ourselves available if if the opportunity presents itself to go and to meet with men and to share with men this is our heart is to uh, disciple, treat, teach, train, and uh, you know the opportunity to go to Meridian to uh, share with anybody who wants to gather up there. We'd love to do that. Mm-hmm. If you have an interest, uh, you're hearing us either by podcast or radio. Uh, reach out to us. Uh, you can send Doug an email at doug at swatradio.com, me an email at brad at swatradio.com. You can connect with us on Facebook or Twitter at swatradio talk. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. Love to figure out how we can come out and
2: spend a weekend with you. Yeah, and that's whether you're in Virginia Beach, Meridian, um, out west. We'd like we, you know, Brad and I've been talking about the SWAT SWAT Saturday on the road yeah. for a while. So that, that'd be a good thing. A little four hours of a couple of sessions of teaching, some praise music, and just get a bunch of guys together. Yeah, you know, yeah. Yep. You know, uh, so anyway, well Brad, you know we are finishing up acts twenty thirteen through twenty one today at least from the teaching part and then uh, you know hopefully you and David on friday will will be uh, kind of practically walking that out, but we're in verse twenty one so we've already covered through twenty, and just to uh, remind people that Paul is um called the elders to come to him in uh, Miletus uh, from Ephesus. So he's got one. of Ephesus, remember, was one of the four great cities, Corinth, Alexandria, uh, Rome, and Ephesus. And he's got these elders of the church there. They're young elders, but he's been building into them for a few years. And now he's getting ready to leave them. And so he, he shares with them, reminding them of who he is, how he served. And as we look at his life and his message to them, remember we talked about Monday that God calls us to remember Paul and to attain his desire. What was Paul's desire? We said to serve the Lord humbly, and that should be our desire. Hmm. It was Paul's desire because it was Jesus' desire. Paul wanted to imitate Christ, and so as Paul imitates Christ, we imitate him, And, and we worked through that in verses 13 through 19. And then yesterday we talked about appropriating his devotion, surrendering to the Lord's plan and, and letting Paul's master be our master because he should be because he's, you know, the truth is, uh, Paul wasn't a disciple maker. Jesus was the disciple maker through Mm -hmm. Paul. And Paul says, I didn't shrink from declaring to you anything in public from house to house. We talked about the three sources of truth: yesterday, human speculation, institutions, and then the Bible, as it relates to how we can know our Creator. Well, today is probably my heart. You know, when, when I when I talk about today's subject, and, and it's just one verse, verse twenty-one, mm-hmm. but it's the declaration. It's advancing the declaration Paul declared. It's the gospel, and we are stewards of the Lord's message. And in this verse, verse 21, which that's really one verse you're going to read, and uh, the context is, again, Paul instructing the elders. He talked to them many times, but he's leaving them with this. And I want you to read the verse, and um, we're not going to have time to get deeply into it uh, before the break on the news, but go ahead and read it, one verse, I make a comment, and then when we come back, I want to unpack it about this whole idea of repentance.
1: Do you mind if I go back just read the 19, 20, 21? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Actually, uh, verse 18, it says, When they came to him, he's speaking of these elders that he had sent for, he said to them, You yourselves know how I lived among you the whole time from the first day that I set foot in Asia, serving the Lord with all humility and with tears and with trials that happened to me through the plot of the Jews how I did not shrink from declaring to you anything that was profitable and teaching you in public and from house to house. Here's verse 21, testifying both to Jews and to Greeks of repentance toward God and of faith in our Lord Jesus Christ.
2: So Paul stewards the Lord's message. He testified. He was a witness to these two elements Repentance towards God and faith in our Lord Jesus as Messiah. So repentance we're going to talk about when we come back. But he said he was a steward. He testified. And we're stewards. You're a steward. And we're going to talk about advancing the same declaration Paul did, stewarding the Lord's message when we return.
1: Amen. We're going to take a quick break for national news We'd love to take your calls after that, 844-777-7928. That's 844-777-SWAT. Email us at at askatswatradio.com. We'll be right back. I'm just a hey, welcome to SWAT Radio. Brad and Doug, just a couple of nobodies coming to you. And we are glad you've tuned in today. If you want to call 844-777-7928, we would love to hear from you. If you have a question or a comment, email us at ask at SWATradio.com. And uh, I, I mentioned this early on in the broadcast. If you are not involved or plugged into a men's group Doug, and I always want to encourage you to do that. And obviously, SWAT is a men's ministry that is devoted to teaching, instructing, encouraging men in the Word of God to apply it. And uh, go to SWATradio.com. click on the meetings tab. You'll see the various locations that we meet for these studies. It's great to tune in on the radio, but it's even better in person. I got to tell you. I mean,. <laughs> You and I enjoy this because you and I are in person and we're working this, working through this. But I realize many of our listeners may be in the car, uh, they may be at work, and uh, just to be able to have your Bible open Mm -hmm. as we work through the text is, it's it's very important, and we need the brotherhood
2: uh, around us. Well, and and Brad and I, he's right. We love having our Bible open because the Bible, you, you have to have the source. And unfortunately, we live in a day where a lot of people they 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 don't even have a personal copy. They have them at home, but they don't. They're not skilled in using it. They use their phones, their smart devices. And there's something about going into the text. You know, I was talking to Lori about this the other night, and you know, it's a pet peeve of mine, Brad, because. No Muslim would ever look at a Quran on the phone. It's too holy for them. Hmm. And, you know, it's not an app. Yeah. It, it's, <clears throat> it's God's holy word. People have bled and died for this. They've bled and died so that we could read and have a copy to be able to uh, ingest, digest, and then go and put it into practice. And Paul in testifying, he says in verse twenty one, testifying to Jews and Greeks, there listen, in the in God's economy, there's two types of people. There's those who've bowed their knee to Jesus and those who haven't. Yeah. There there is no white, black, yellow, red, there's no rich, poor, there's no Jew, there's no Greek. I mean Paul this I mean there nothing keeps you outside of the kingdom except for unbelief. Yeah. And what Paul says here is really critical. We he said in 1 Corinthians 1, we preach Christ crucified. Why did he have to die? He had to die because we've offended a holy God. Yes. You know I I I get frustrated sometimes when I look at signs out there that say God's not angry at you because if you have not bowed your knee to Jesus, if you're not his child, okay, then the Bible says you're an enemy of God's. And God doesn't want you to be an enemy. He wants you to repent. He wants you to turn. And repentance is not a work. And Paul says here clearly In the text, he says, testifying to the Jews and Greeks of repentance towards God. Repentance, the Greek word repentance is metanoia. It's a 180-degree change of mind. They have to have a change of mind about Jesus. Now, in the West, we've typically viewed the change of mind as just accepting him as our Savior. And people have actually preached, Brad— that you can reject him as Lord, but receive him as Savior, which is absurd. No, no, no. New Testament preacher would have preached that. In fact, I mean, that's as if to
1: say, uh, "I want to be saved, but you're going to do it on my terms."
2: Yeah. They're, they're, listen, Paul preached an uncompromising gospel. He knew that the gospel that people are sovereignly His. God is sovereign in salvation, yet we have a responsibility. It's a it's a mystery we don't understand. Um, but there is no easy believism here. And in fact, it's not this idea of you can believe and and then you live a life apart from his leadership with without I mean, it's just it's ridiculous. In fact, if you look in the Bible in Luke twenty four, forty seven, Jesus preached repentance. Yeah. In second Peter three nine, Peter Preaches repentance in Acts seventeen thirty. Paul preaches repentance.
1: I was just looking at that verse. The times of ignorance God overlooked, but now He commands all people everywhere to repent.
2: Yeah, and in Luke thirteen, Jesus warned against not doing it. A group of mm-hmm. people came to Him and they were talking to Him about some tragedies that happened. He said, "Listen, unless you repent, something worse is going to happen." Mm. Uh, and so. Um, the, the the whole idea of repentance uh really is is affected by not just some emotional response or even just an intellectual response but it actually includes the intellect the emotions and the will in fact a good passage to go to is acts 2 acts 236 and 37 and, and Brad go there and read just the first part of acts 236 <clears throat> Yeah, and I brought my New American
1: Standard nah, Bible okay. with me today. Um, verse 36, therefore, uh, Acts two thirty six. therefore, let all the house of Israel know for certain that God
2: has made him both Lord and Christ. Okay, stop right there. So let all of Israel know there is a knowing, an intellectual knowing that has to take place with repentance mm-hmm. that... And what does he say that we have to know? That, that that God has made him both Lord and Christ. So Lord is master. Yeah. And Christ is Greek for Messiah, Messiah. anointed yeah. one, mm. the king who is over all. He's the king who rules. He's the king who saves. And so there's this knowledge that you have to repent from not believing that, like they didn't believe it. They didn't believe he was Messiah. Mm-hmm but when peter preached in acts 2 what's going on here he's pe- preaching to the people that helped put him on the cross the jewish people that took him and said hey he needs to cru- be crucified then there there's a feeling read acts 237 keep going yeah uh verse 37 now when they heard this they were pierced to the heart all right stop right there hmm. so there's a emotion yeah they were pierced in the heart that means so there was head, a, so there's head now they're pierced to the heart. There's a heart. Yeah. I, I, I really, Brad, for the life of me, don't understand how somebody can say they believe in Jesus, they trust him as Savior, and there's no emotional component to it. Hmm. I, I, I really, I mean, when you stop and think about crucifying the Son of God, your sin put him on the cross. Your selfishness. Now, I get it. As a little child or as a teenager or early, you may not have a lot of the emotional same reaction. But there should be something inside that says, wow, I, I, why would he do this for me? Yeah. But when you talk to somebody who's 30-something years old and they say, well, you know, I didn't really feel anything. And people are, oh, that's all right don't worry about it you don't have to feel it just just say it because we get focused on getting people to pray a prayer walk an aisle raise a hand fill out a card instead of grasping the gravity of what's going yeah. on that they have lived in rebellion to the one true and living god and their punishment for that is eternal damnation mm-hmm. i mean we can't even begin to fathom what that is like yeah yeah. And and so to say that you recognize that you killed the son of the most high God, you crucified him, you were part of that, and yet he forgives you, but you don't feel anything, I I, I don't I can't even comprehend that. Yeah. you may not understand all there is to know emotionally, but there ought to be something there. But then go on and finish reading. It's 37. What does it say after that? So
1: so they were pierced to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, brethren, what shall we do? Yeah. Now there's a doing. Yeah. Well, and that should, you know, when we've got an understanding intellectually and then there's a there's a piercing of the heart, this emotional connection. Because that's the often the part that's missing is we, not, we have it in our head, but it hadn't made that, you know, what is it, the 16 inches down to the heart.
2: Yeah, and that's where what, conviction happens. Well, yeah, and that's where Jesus said, listen, where yeah. your treasure is, that's where your heart is, yeah, right? right? So when it hits your heart, it moves us to action. And then what do they do? They ask, Yeah. what
1: shall we do? And
2: what does he say in verse 38? You know Just go, he says, listen, raise your hand and just repeat after me. Is that what he says? No. What does he say?
1: And Peter said to them, Repent. Yeah. And let each of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Turning from
2: self rule and self righteousness to Christ's rule and his righteousness uh it, repenting is not just being remorseful over something you've done or regretful over mistakes you've made. It, it is turning from self-rule and your own efforts to earn God's favor somehow or any idols that you right. may be believing in. Right. And listen, an idol can be yourself. It can be a family. It can be anything.
1: Well, and I think there's con- sometimes confusion, Doug, that some people – have been taught that repentance is strictly turning you know as if hey i've got this bad behavior this sinful behavior i'm going to turn to a better behavior that's not repentance no this is about appropriating self on the throne and appropriating christ on the throne
2: yes and 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 it's letting him rule you realizing that it's a process. He, Listen, you're going to make mistakes, but your loyalty is with him. It's not perfection. It's the direction of your life. It's, it's, it's turning from self-rule. It says to faith in the Lord Jesus Messiah. And Messiah means anointed one. They always viewed that as a king, the one who would be the one who would rule. It's believing all Jesus said, all Jesus did, and trusting in him, not just the facts about him.
1: Mm, that's
2: good stuff. See, here's
1: why we gather to open the word of God, to work through it. I'm over here taking notes. That's good stuff. Call us this afternoon, 844-777-7928, 844-777-SWAT. Uh, if you have questions or comments, send us an email, ask at SWATRadio.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
0: at www.astore.com.
2: There is good news for the captive. Good news for the shame. There is good news for the world who walked away. There is good news doubter the one religion failed
1: for the good lord has come seek and hey welcome back to SWAT radio hard to believe we're, we're we're in our last segment we uh you want to call 844-777-7928 844-777-7928 swatradio.com go there Click on the meetings tab. If you're not in a Bible study, get okay. plugged into one. We'd love to have you in person. We had one today at lunch, a little Chick-fil-A, a little, uh, little physical nourishment, some spiritual nourishment, and it was good stuff. You'll hear Doug and I talk about that next week. And um, Check us out on Facebook and Twitter, SWAT Radio Talk. Thankful to James, who gets our podcast, gets this recording up and loaded. It should be there tonight if you want to send this to somebody. It's a great I do that often, yeah, not because I want people to hear me, I want them to hear the word, and I want them to hear how we've worked through that passage. Yeah. And I, I just love looking, opening the scriptures and seeing this, what's happening. And I, I appreciate you, Doug, taking us back to Acts two, mm-hmm. 36 through really 38. And I have a little note there that repentance is, is not it's not necessarily behavior modification. No it's not turning from one bad behavior to a good behavior. No. It's turning from you as Lord to Christ as Lord.
2: Yeah and and I, I would I would add Brad to that that it's it is changing your mindset about that behavior because if God says in his word that it's wrong, then as your Lord, as your king uh, that you are subject to, which you are, you're, you're. He purchased you with a price. When you, when you turn from self-rule to him being your Lord and Savior, then you have the same attitude he does. It doesn't mean that you're perfect. It doesn't mean that you won't mess up. But it means that when you do, now there's a battle that goes mm-hmm. on, like Paul <laughs> talks about in Romans seven, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. The things I want to do, I don't. The things I don't want to do, I do. Woes me, but. There's no condemnation for those in Christ. So there, there is a turning. Um, it, it, it's a turning from the way you think about that sin. <clears throat> because yep. prior to really following Christ, who rules your life? You do. Yep. And so you can do what you want to do, and you don't really, you know, you, you may feel bad about it, but you don't feel accountable. But when you say, he died on a cross because I did those things, I don't want to do those anymore. Mm-hmm. That that's why when somebody comes up to you Brad and they says, "Listen, does it mean I have to turn away from this or that fill in the blank whatever it is to follow Jesus?" I don't tell them, "Well, no it does or no or yes it does or no it doesn't." I say, "Well, that depends on Jesus." Cuz he I'm not your master. Mm-hmm. I can tell you what his word says. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and if he's your master, which means you you can't reject him as your master and receive him as Savior. You don't see any example. Even the thief on yeah. the cross. <clears throat> the thief on yeah. the cross repented of his behavior. You know why you know? Because you, you see fruit. He ends up chastising the other criminal for doing the same thing he was doing prior to Jesus uh, recognize, recognizing Jesus for who he is. You see that in yes. the scriptures. <clears throat> yeah. Remember that? Yeah. that the thief goes. He in one passage it says they were both mocking him. Yeah. But the other one says, "Hey, he goes. He he doesn't deserve that. We
1: do. Right. He, he recognizes his own depravity. He recognizes who
2: Christ is. Yeah. And he says, remember and then he me. says, remember. Yeah. Me. He says, yeah. I want to be with you. Yeah. That's what true repentance is. You say, I recognize that the life. That and the mindset I had formerly, or, or formerly, formerly, you know, mm-hmm. is not <clears throat> what I want. Yeah, help me, Jesus.
1: Yeah. Now, just a just a a cap, not caveat, but an addition, maybe to what I'm saying, is this idea that repentance isn't just turning from bad behavior, sinful behavior, toward better behavior. Yeah, even though. We are, in Matthew 3, 8, it says, you mentioned it before we came on the air, bear fruit in keeping with repentance. Mm-hmm. In other words, repentance is going to lead to fruit. It absolutely will.
2: It's not a work, but it leads to works. Right. It's, it's not, it's I mean... It's evidence. It's evidence. It's yeah.
1: evidence that there has been a regenerated heart.
2: I, I, I believe... I don't know there's any example of anybody who has a change of mind without a change in actions in the scriptures. I I think that that it is impossible to truly change your mind about Jesus being the Messiah, the Mm -hmm. Savior, and embracing him without there being some change in your life. Well, I mean, we see it throughout
1: scripture. You know, I was thinking uh, Galatians 2.20. I have been crucified with Christ, meaning I'm dead. This 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 old person is dead. I've been crucified with Christ. No longer I who lives,
2: but it's Christ who lives in me. Yeah. Well, that's why Paul said in Corinthians, 2 Corinthians five. He says, "If anyone's in Christ, he's a new creation." Amen. You cannot come to Christ and be regenerated and be the same old person. Right. right. It's impossible. Right. According to what Scripture says. And so the problem that we see in our culture, unfortunately is there's a lot of people that want to hold on to a confession of faith of a child or a loved one because they've made a confession and they never saw any fruit in their life. But I remember when they prayed that prayer, I was talking to a guy this morning, this morning who had a relative that did that. And that relative He asked him, "But what about this? When you did this?" And he said, "I only did that because I knew you wanted me to." Mm. And do you know how many people that impacts across this world? There's a lot of people that make decisions for other people, but they don't truly repent. They they're not they they don't like John the Baptist says they don't bear fruit in keeping with repentance.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I just struggle brad why some people want to affirm a confession when there's no evidence in a life yeah i don't see paul doing that Hmm. i don't see paul affirming sinful behavior as being okay he calls it out and and we have a responsibility spiritually and morally to to do what galatians 6 says if we see a brother sinful We go to him in yeah. love and we say, "Hey, yeah. you, you know this isn't right."
1: Well, and I was thinking about what you and I were discussing yesterday is appropriating his devotion where Paul says in verse 20, "I did not shrink. I didn't shrink from declaring, you know, the the anything that was profitable."
3: Mhm.
1: I mean, you think about it, we both we've both raised kids. You're still in that mode, a little bit of raising kids. yeah, what you speak to your children is profitable. Mm-hmm. And Paul doesn't shrink back. And yet we are being silenced in the culture today, not physically. Mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of back to what you and I kind of started off with in this broadcast was, yeah you know the culture is going to silence you yeah but are we going to be like paul yeah are we going to are we going to be devoted to what he's devoted to are we going to declare what he's declaring mm-hmm. even though we know his life is coming to an end right here hmm. i mean that's why he's called the elders there it's hmm. to basically say hey guys i'm i'm going to be exiting this earth here pretty soon I didn't shrink back from declaring to you the full counsel of God's word. Mm -hmm. Not bits and pieces, not the things we want to preach on or teach on, but I'm going to give it to you all. Mm. But I do it with tears. Yeah.
2: So much, so much picture here. Well, this whole idea of repentance, uh, there's a great uh, illustration in the Bible. Probably to me, one of the best is in Luke 19, the story of Zacchaeus. Here's a guy that was a tax collector he was taking people's money and when he realized who he was and he met jesus he he had a radical change of mind about that and he said lord i'm gonna go give half my possessions to the poor if i cheated him i'm gonna give him back four times hmm. normally you would give him back uh what you cheated plus 20 percent. he's doing way beyond that why because he had a radical change of mind which inter, which led to a radical change of behavior. By the way, repentance is not something you manufacture. It it is a gift of God. It is a gift. That's why it's not a work. It's not repentance is not a work. It is a it is a work of the spirit in your life to do it, but it, it's kind of like, well, if it's God God has to grant it, then uh how can I be held responsible for it? It's the same way with salvation. God's sovereign, but you still have a responsibility to do it. Yeah. And and so when those men in Acts two heard the message, those men and women, they cried out, "What must we do?" And he said, "Repent." In other words, change your mind about your sin. Which what was their sin? They had a wrong attitude about Jesus, and change your mind about Jesus being yeah. who he was. He is the King, the anointed one. And so all that to say is we think about Jesus and we think about the gospel. We present, how are we stewarding the gospel? Are we being, are we preaching it uh, and being faithful stewards of that message? Because we don't get to change the message. Yeah. And I hope that, uh, that when you share the gospel, that you will talk about repentance and faith. There's two sides of the same coin. Uh, You can't have one without the other.
1: Yeah, I can't help but think of Paul's instructions to Timothy. He said, guard guard the good deposit. He said, by the Holy Spirit who dwells within us, guard the good deposit entrusted to you. Mm -hmm. And I think we've all, I mean, we live we live where we live we have access i think you've said it many times we most most of us have multiple bibles on our shelf what a gift it is to have this what a gift it is to have
2: repentance faith now we're to guard it and declare it and and declare it unashamedly and uh hey uh tomorrow we got jay haig of living with lust uh, I will warn you, if you got, if you know somebody that struggles with uh, pornography or other issues online, you might want to have them tune in tomorrow. Jay's going to be talking about an upcoming conference. And um, but I hope you'll join us tomorrow to listen to Jay.
1: Definitely worth listening. Uh, go to SWATradio.com. You can download the podcast. You can listen to past broadcasts there. I uh, hope you'll join Doug tomorrow. And uh, I'll be back on Friday.